Hey everyone, welcome to Bach Talk. I am joined by Weez. I'm here. And Robin Cat. Wee. And this is the anime slash whatever the heck we want podcast. So Yay. Nerd Dump Podcast. <clears throat> nerd Dump. That sounds great. I like uh, I hope that's not like actually a name of something, but and if it is, we're taking it by force. Just just like we're gonna just like hover the warship over them like we're taking this yes so we have two we have two segments we have anime and then nerd dump yes (laughs) okay i love it it's the worst name ever it's amazing we're called baka talk yep can't be no worse nerd dump's pretty great We need to- okay. We have anime corner and nerd. Talk. Okay, <laughs> welcome to Weezy's anime corner. Is the only one who watches anime here. I've got stuff to talk about. I watch anime. What have you watched recently? Death Mount Death Parade. Dead Mount Death Play. Dead Mount Death Play. <laughs> yeah, that's Say what that I'm three at. times. Not fast. Dead Mount Death Parade. Uh, Dead Mount Death. Parade. How, are you caught up on it? How far what episode are they on? That episode, like 11. You told me you were going to watch Hell's Paradise. I did, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep on that couch with the media player. <laughs> Dead Mount Death Play is on episode 11. I'm up to episode 6. I'm on episode 10. This anime is awesome. I love Dead Mount Death Play. It's pretty good. It, it keeps getting better and more crazy and... Yeah, there's some wild stuff that the, happens. The girl with the glasses is like my favorite character. Oh, she's awesome. I like how she's like just chaotically happy. Yeah. Like she's a serial killer. <laughs> she wants to kill herself. But she's at the same dead. time, she's like the best girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Like the best bodyguard. She gets some cool character development throughout the series too. So Pyrolis. She is kind of like the womanized version of Pyrolis, yes. Oh, <laughs> she actually gets like some legitimate development and is more than just like a personality too. Yeah, it's she, great. she goes through some stuff. It's cool. I like the hacker guy too, but he kind of seems like that uh, whiny character. Yeah. <laughs> There's a part, I think it's near the beginning, where the hacker guy is like, so this kid who's from like another world and was like this death god just thinks of us as like objects like if trying to figure out his morality and then he's just like i'm one to talk i work for like serial killers and like plan out murders yeah he's like he was going through this whole existential crisis of am i the bad guy he's like oh right yeah yeah i am the bad bad guy too it's like he just finds this monster then it's just like oh wait yeah i just kill people all the time too so See, that's the problem with villains in the world nowadays. They're like, I'm the good guy. This should just be, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. That's kind of what this, I don't know his actual name, but the corpse king, corpse god. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what he is. He's like, I'm the bad guy, but I just want to be a bad guy because I want to live like a peaceful, peaceful life. Peaceful, yeah. It's, it's kind of like Thanos. <laughs> kind of, just yeah. Just going to wipe out half the universe just so I can plant this kid, my potatoes in peace. This kid just wants to live a peaceful life and just gets screwed over like by the situation he just falls into. Yeah. It's pretty great. The church kind of sends like Doom guy after him, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, he just like wakes up in the next body of like, you've just been assassinated and now you're walking again. So they want to assassinate you again to make sure you're dead. It's pretty cool. Yeah. His family's really cool. There's a whole bunch of stuff that it like 
because there's always the concepts of like going to another world and what happens to your family and like you know all these situations and it actually like explores them instead of just kind of leaves it to the side it like I was surprised like I just got done with the episodes where he went to the body he inhabits like that body's family yeah and it was really interesting to see how like that all went down yeah it's really cool and they play a, a big role as as the story continues there's That's like cool. a whole bunch of stuff i don't know if you've met some of the other like big i know you've probably heard of like some of the other crazy people in the city like the um there's firefly yeah um knots they call them knots um yeah i don't remember you're talking about the bandaged guy no, that's that's the fire. Oh, no, that's uh, what's his name? Because there's that guy, too. Yeah. Have you met the magician guy? No. OK, he's really great. And he's yeah. a big part of it. Oh, there's too. bug. Is his name bug or fire bug? Fire, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of really cool characters. It's very. I like the cops. Those are kind of the cops are cool, too, or they're just like normal looking guys kind of like weird like yeah they don't look like cops they look kind of scummy and then the one guy's just like crazy killer like solves everything with violence and yeah the other guy's like kind of chill and i like how they're both just ridiculous yeah like every character is so absurd yeah but they're so menacing too sometimes where it's just like two people walk into a room and you're like, I know both of the, what these people are capable of. And this is terrifying. Right. <laughs> um, oh, and then, so another anime, I'm not caught up on that at all, but I'm super excited to get caught up on it is, um, death, not death, like hell's paradise. Hell's paradise. How are you caught up on that? I am one episode behind. Nice. I've seen some spoilers for it. And it looks like it's getting like, pretty darn crazy it does they start getting more because in the first couple episodes you're not really sure what the end goal is they're just kind of like wandering around and fighting yeah. randomly and then they start getting into we got to figure out how to find the elixir oh, and then as I've... they get into it more it's <clears throat> really interesting i just realized i'm not that far behind because they had that week-long hiatus yeah <laughs> what episode are you on i think i left off on episode nine. Oh, really like i'm not that far behind it's just they had that week-long hiatus and then i missed a couple yeah episodes. i don't know what episode i'm on i have to check there's only 11 episodes out and i've i've only seen up to 10 i'm on episode seven or episode six of death mount death play episode eight of demon slayer um oh i'm on episode eight of god uh hell's paradise oh nice gods and people so you're not that far off yeah the guy that cuts off his arm in the beginning of the series comes shows up and he's really cool oh really i feel like he's just been sitting in the background now like when you see him the last time it's like yeah he's gonna be the guy that's gonna figure all of this out and just be like this is what we have to do yeah kind (laughs) of he's really cool I still yeah. kind of feel bad that he's even on an island because it's literally, why are you here? I cut a ki- uh, lord's castle in half and I'll do it again, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, like, you're not actually that bad. You just oh, didn't he's like how rude this guy he's was to you. really cool. Um, his like motivation when he talks is really cool when he shows up the second time. Like his what he wants to do is insane. He's super cool. Also, the fact he got partnered up with a uh, executioner is basically like his intellectual equal. Yeah. It's like pretty cool. It's like, cool. We have two 
super smart characters that are just kind of like figuring everything yeah. out together. It's really cool. It's cool the different um, relationships between the executioners and the prisoners. Yeah. Or some of them are just like, I'm going to kill you if you step out of line. And other ones are like, I'm going to help you. And like the one uh, guy, smart guy that is the executioner for the girl. And he just kind of like hangs out and and like figures stuff out together with her. And they just kind of yeah. do I their own the thing. I think the thing I like about the show is, <clears throat> sorry. It reminds me of old timey like sci-fi slash adventure movies where it's like you have a goal. It reminds me actually for anyone to either watch the original or the Peter Jackson version of like King Kong, not King Kong as a whole, but like when they're on the island, it's a lot of wandering and learning about everything as you just encounter the freak shows that live on the island. Yeah. That's always my favorite part. Like when they remade when they technically remade King Kong when they did Skull Island. Oh yeah. That's like my favorite part is that they mostly just stay on the island. Yeah. But I mean it's that thing. It's like there you have a goal loosely that's supposed to be the yeah. thing. Like King Kong, you need to collect the eight for yeah. a show. And or at least that's the original. Like the Godzilla thing changed it. Um, now they want to collect the eight for a movie. I think. I don't know. I didn't watch that stuff. But I mean, it's just that it's that premise. It's that premise of you're on this mysterious island and you basically wander and stumble into yeah. all the dangers and stuff of the island until you find your goal. Yeah. The first Uncharted game is kind of like that, too. You just are on one island and you just kind of like go through it and you can kind of see where you've been as you go through it. Mm. And then by the end, you find out there's this whole like zombie plague going on. But you just like slowly unravel what's going on. Yeah. That's that's the thing I've been like. I've got a lot of old school like cinema vibes from it. And the fights were have been pretty amazing. The fights are pretty yeah. cool. I do enjoy the more simple storytelling. They don't try to do anything spectacular, but they do like it well. Yeah. I do like the main characters like super powerful and, you know, just the be the whole opening of the show is him them just trying to kill him yeah. and it just won't work no matter what they do. Honestly? So having someone like him and then putting it in a situation where there's still threats to his life because this world is just so insane, this island. Something like Hell's Paradise, like the storytelling style of it, not so much the fact of like the wandering around the island thing, but just like the characters and stuff and mm -hmm. stuff makes me really want a show with characters like this, but kind of in that old school like Inuyasha thing. Or what is the adventure today type thing? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Just, who's the villain of the week? That would be. I do kind of miss that type of TV show. Like the never ending adventure, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Western <clears throat> TV, especially like the superhero TV shows, they fall victim to this where their first season will have like this, like, earth level threat and they have to beat it mm -hmm. and then they have to top it next season and the next season after that yeah next season by the time you get to season six you're just like you've shown like okay take flash for instance mm -hmm. the god of the speed force they fight him like three <laughs> times or something like that yeah. it's just like how many times have you gotta fight god <laughs> yeah. where, where things like inuyasha it's literally because they're just trying to collect fragments to i don't remember what it was or, or something and it's literally just, okay, 
the villains are getting stronger. Yeah. But they're not like, I mean, I can't say because I haven't watched all of the show, but it's not like they're going to blow up a reality. It's just, oh, crap. The hero can't kill this particular villain type thing. That is definitely a problem with like more fighting focused shows where it just kind of like we need a bigger threat than last time. Yeah, instead of and then it's like we're going back in time and through dimensions instead to of save just the having, universe. Yeah, this next villain might be a little weaker, but they're a lot more interesting. Yeah, like ramp up the interesting. That's one thing. Like, uh, like one of the reasons One Piece is so popular is it doesn't have like it still has like more extreme villains and stuff that they fight. But it it more focuses a lot on like politics and the situation of each like city. And some cities, it's like the main villain isn't even that strong. It's just if you touch him, they send like fleets of ships to like will destroy you or whatever. Yeah. So there's a consequence. Yeah. There's more like political ramifications. So the main characters can't just go and punch whoever's the leader and win. Yeah. Well, I think in One Piece like that, like. They kind of have to have that level of politicalness because, like, aren't those characters like ridiculously stupid? <laughs> they, they do get pretty stupid, especially like after the time skip. Like before, they're like every enemy is more of a threat because they're not that strong. Yeah. But once they get like super powerful, it's just like anyone under a certain like who's not like the top one hundred people in the world or whatever are just kind of nobodies. That's why I strive to be in life. <laughs> I want people to just, as soon as I step outside, I want them to drop to their knees, unable to move <laughs> because of my great awesomeness. Um, Mashal, I'm also one episode behind. It's been pretty good, but it's nothing I think special. I'm going to drop Mashal. Yeah. I just have not been enjoying it. It's, it's all right. It's mostly like a Harry Potter uh, parody. Um, and that's kind of the problem because I just don't like Harry Potter. But other than that, it, it's it's nothing too special. I don't. I feel like maybe the voice acting could be better or something. The the jokes don't always land. It's just kind of, it's okay. Yeah, I don't mind watching it, but it's nothing that special. Well, right now because we're in the summer, I'm like super busy at work, so yeah, I kind of have to be more specific about the shows. I'm gonna waste my time. Yeah, on, I, I think. I think I'm watching Konosuba, Hell's Paradise, Dead Mount Death Play, and they're all better than Mashal. Yeah, I think I need to drop Mashal and just watch Konosuba. Konosuba. Because I'd much rather watch that than It gets a little less funny by the end. It goes more into the story because it basically leads all the way up to where Megumin joins Cosmos Party. Oh, okay. So the beginning uh, is more just them being in school and just dumb things that happen. It's really funny. Yeah. And then by the end, she's like traveling and getting to the city and stuff oh that's super cool yeah it's, i like it when they do things like, the yeah premise it is cool. of that seems almost like it should have been just like a little short like maybe one two or three episode thing uh there's quite a bit to it so it <laughs> is there it goes through it was like there's this whole big enemy demon that shows up that's oh, yeah. like and just like a bunch of dumb stuff like her her little sister causing just like major tragedies and just <laughs> I don't know. The whole village is just so funny because they like, oh, there's enemies. And then they just like nuke the enemies, which like destroys their city. And then they have to rebuild it. Or they trapped a god under their like a demon lord or whatever under their city just because it sounded cool to have a demon lord trapped in their city. They went somewhere else to capture it and bring it back to their village. (laughs) And then it gets like unleashed and they have to like defend against the 
a horde of monsters. That it's makes just, way too much sense. That kind of stuff is just so funny when like all the problems were just caused by themselves. Well, that was the same village that just used a doomsday <laughs> weapon as a close ha- hanging hole. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's cool. Yeah. It's great. There's like a part where Union and her brother are talking and it's just like, oh yeah, it's super cool that we have this like demon hidden under the village and union's like what the heck why did we do this and they're look at her like not understanding like because it's cool that's why we do it <laughs> um oh, and the then taco wizards is like the <laughs> best part of it's really great um and then demon slayer i've caught up on the um the final season has aired and it's pretty good I like this season a lot more the than recent last season. The season, because there's going to be another season. Yeah, there will be the next season, which is the Hashira training arc. Which I think is the close to the last season. I think it is getting kind of close. The uh, Hashira training arc, does that mean that uh, someone's like climbed the ranks? Yep. Ah. I think, I'm pretty sure Tanjo is going to be a Hashira next season. I think so. I think he has to be. Uh, okay, I... I was watching shorts like I shouldn't have and <laughs> and I got spoiled on all of Demon Slayer mm. because I saw a video of it. I'm like, I'm, I can't stop myself from watching it. <laughs> so I know exactly how everything happens. And from what I know of the next season, I think it's going to be either the second to the last or possibly the last, depending on how much they put. It, it is definitely ramping up to the end because they've they've defeated most all, everybody. Most everybody. They're getting really close to the end yeah also realizing you're steamrolling straight to your unemployment by destroying everything that's giving you employment big thing (laughs) and big thing shows up with like muzan's goal and whatever so it's really ramping up to the finale but uh yeah i like this season a lot more than last season the uh what is it the entertainment district arc it was pretty good but it just felt like there was a really long fight that just kind of got drawn on too long and it was like there's a little bit of plot and then it's just like fight for six episodes right and he's never seen uh arc and bleach <laughs> that's a good point but that was more like talk for 20 minutes three minutes of fight scene <laughs> and Something. then we'll go to the next this episode. was yeah just like fight scene and this one had a lot of fight scenes but there's a lot more like strategy and stuff going on mitsuri is a really cool hashra i didn't expect to like her as much as i did and so is the Mist Hashra. He's cool too. Yeah, the Hashras, the Hashras are surprisingly great. Like in yeah, the they in, were set up in the they first were set season. Up like in I'm the gonna first hate season. all of these yeah, people. and it was like, oh, they're so lame. They're all just like, I'm the love Hashra, so I love everybody. Well, I was thinking it was gonna literally be, oh, they're so cliched to basically be. That's the thing that's gonna get them killed. Yeah, yeah. and instead it's like, hey, they're all really cool people, and like being a Hashra is a cool thing well that's what we even thought for uh rengoku rengoku yeah we're all like oh yeah he's just a cliche just exciting guy yeah the fiery that's why he's gonna die and then like in the movie (laughs) i'm just like why is he got to die it's like why do i care about him i've only seen him for like an hour what the heck and then yeah in in the uh in the swordsmith village arc like mitsuri talks to tanjiro for like two minutes and you're like wow she's so nice and cool yeah and the mist guy is so mysterious and interesting and and i do think it's really cool that they made the mist hashira to be like about the same age as tanjiro so that 
it kind of shows like Tanjiro is special, but he's also not like the the top person or whatever. Yeah, it's he's always not like the chosen one. Yeah, it's always he's... like the shonen protagonists are like, "Wow, you're the youngest person to ever do this." And in this, it's like, no, there's a guy that's already a Hashira. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like that's so your age. Granted, I've only ever watched the first season, but that was the one nice thing. Just in the thing is like everything that the characters have took work. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't cool just, it. oh, you're just good because yeah. you're good. No, it's well, like you work out for two years and you still suck. <laughs> I liked how they had Tanjiro um, train in yeah. the first part of the season. And like he trains to the point where there's an actual like size difference about him. Yeah. Like in the first two seasons, he's still kind of like that scrawny. He's he's built. Yeah. But he's kind of that scrawny kid. And for some reason in the Sword Village arc, he is like almost like amateur league bodybuilder like yeah, yeah. So you see progress through the character. yeah he's like physically different now which is cool yeah and it's cool how he's like figuring things out but you still see the hashra who are just still leagues above him just yeah. like how they fight and how easily they take down enemies and stuff um yeah, so it's a it's a good show. It's it's nothing like super special. I wasn't like blown away by the story, but it's it's just really well done and just really interesting overall. The fight scenes are all interesting, even if they're like the long shonen fight scenes that I don't always love. I like the fight scenes, but so far. the fight scenes are actually pretty good. I like them more than the second season too. Yeah, the second season just seemed, I don't know. I'll have to rewatch it sometime, but it just seemed like flashy. Flashing lights. That's or all I remember like, of the fight. Scene. Like it was just like wild animation. You're like, this looks cool, but like, what even is happening? Yeah. It's just it's like that Dragon Ball teleporting around like, yeah. style of fight. I'm just like, OK, where's the sword play? I think partially it was just the enemy. The it, Demon Slayer kind of dependent on the demons they fight, where if they fight a really interesting demon, it's a more interesting story. Yeah. Like this time they they're fighting like the one guy that like splits off into different like that is super cool how they have to fight him yeah so like he's really uh interesting like uh thing they have to fight and then the other guy who's just like a in a bunch of pots and like trying to make artwork and stuff and he's insane the one thing i was trying to remember is what of those two which one is supposed to be more higher is it the multi-personality one or is it the pot guy i think it's the multi-personality one but i'm not sure i was trying to figure that out i think they're both among the lowest of the five or whatever i think they're yeah because like, the guy that um they're like killed, three and four or something yeah and then Rengoku, the guy that killed rain Rengoku. i think he's goku Rengoku. yeah i think he's like two or something he, no he's three. Oh, is he three okay so number these guys two are... is the cult leader guy yeah and number one is the six-eyed swordsman demon guy yeah so it's interesting i don't know at first, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to want to watch Demon Slayer, but it it might just be the animation in the fancy stuff, but it's kind of keeping me wanting to watch it. It's definitely a part of it. I think if it was badly animated, this wouldn't be a very liked show. Yeah. But the animation just really sells it. And its story's just like solid. It's not like special. It's not like Attack on Titan where certain moments to like blow your mind or there's yeah. like a crazy twist. It's just like a solid fantasy story. It it's feels cool. like a fantasy story that I want to watch till the end. Yeah. I'm just like, even though I already know what's going to happen, I'm just like, I want to see it happen myself. Yeah. 
and just witness it. It's also just cool. Like the characters are cool. The Hashira are cool. Yeah. If the Hashira sucked, the show would suck. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, I'm already ready. That, I'm already excited <laughs> that they got rid of Zenitsu and um. <laughs> yeah, they just got escape really. Yeah. Because <laughs> those two were just way too much. I hope in the next season when they show up, it'll be more tame. Yeah. But if the next season more... is just showing what they were doing. <laughs> I don't think it is. Dear Lord, I hope not. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I think they, yeah. Like, if it gets a little more serious. I think that's another thing is, like, uh, Tandro felt more like Tandro in the season. The second season, he was kind of like a joke for most of it. It was really weird. Like, yeah. there's a bunch of gags around him. And in this season, he's more of, like, his just, like, genuine, like, kind self but not just being like a weird goofball the whole time like really serious and honestly thinking about it if it was just Tanjiro and Nezuko like kind of taking cases I feel like the show would have been a lot more serious and probably a little bit more heartfelt because like the first few episodes it's just them is like yeah really good and this season does feel more heartfelt like that Probably because there's less of other things to focus on. They're okay. Yeah, because that's the one focus thing. On Sandra like, more. It'll be going serious, and then like, what is it? And and Inosuke just like he'd be going along, all of a sudden they just and spike some random bullcrap. Yeah, and they're they're good when they are more serious too, because there's moments in like the movie that's really cool with Inosuke and stuff. Or like Inosuke fighting the spider. Dude. Yeah. Or is the Netsu fighting or helping fight like in season two? Yeah. Like that was really cool. <laughs> it is really cool. And then <laughs> there's in season three, there's a part where this demon's running away from Tanjo and he just screams at him. He's like, don't run away from your responsibility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like ticked off. It's it's pretty great. So other than that, I've I've been binging Vinland Saga. So the first season, I know Boom has seen it and Yes, sir. Ramen Cat hasn't. The first season's all like Vikings and Viking yeah, I know philosophy. What's going on. I did world history for three <laughs> years. And there's a there's like So you remember when the, the red giant Thor kill <laughs> uh, eats logs at people defending London? I mean that's what I was picturing in my head because I was falling asleep. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> because yeah, because he's bored. <laughs> Yeah, he defends London because he's bored. He's just like, I've seen these this side. They're so weak. You, They don't stand a chance. And it's like, so why don't you join us? He's like, because it's going to be more fun on this side. <laughs> and then single-handedly just repels the army. So Vinland Saga, from season one to season two, it turns into Farmland Saga. So the first, like, eight episodes. <laughs> you just named an actual Facebook Oh, game. Lord. <laughs> The first eight episodes <laughs> is farming. Just farming. Have they taken over uh, England? Um, Britannia at the time, I guess. So no, they're on Vinland. It goes like multiple episodes of farming. He's a slave working for a farmer. And he's okay. farming. And you watch them slowly cut down a forest and plant crops that they will eventually... The, the owner of the farm is actually like pretty decent like person and so he like buys the slaves and then he's like you can work for me for such a long time this will be all your responsibility of farming this area and once you sell the crops you can eventually pay off your yourself and then you can be free 
And I feel like we just got canceled. So that's that's <laughs> no. his goal. Yeah, no, that's, that was a, that was a normal like medieval. That, yeah, that was a medieval practice. thing because there would be slavers that would sell the royalty, and they'd never get out of slavery. Yeah, and, and but you the, could technically work your way out of slavery if you could pay yourself. Off. Yeah, yeah, because there were people who are like, I'm old, getting older, or sick. I need yeah. help with this. And, and I think also I he's like a good businessman where he's like, they'll work harder if I tell them. You know they can be free eventually, and yeah. then then he'll hire them on, uh, just as to work for him hands. as farmhands later. So like, um, so they have this goal, and um, they farm and farm and farm, and then it goes over to Canute, and Canute turned into a menace, and he's like poisoning his rivals, and he's just like taking over the world. Wait a second, I thought Canute was Christian. He was, but remember the one episode he's like. You know oh, what? Wait a Never second. mind. If God isn't gonna bring peace on earth, I will. And then just kind of goes off the rails. He, he, he went really off the rails. He he turned into uh <laughs> light Yagami. Pretty much. <laughs> Except he was like, I'm gonna do all this and God is gonna bring me into heaven for it, and I'm gonna be like, I don't need you. Look at the paradise I created on earth. Like Jeez. he just, he kind of oh, went off the rails. Satan just sitting out there with Satan. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's, he's a really interesting uh, character for that, but it definitely feels like the vibe of, of like those old, like in the, that time when there were rulers that just took over a massive portion of the world of just like their ambition and stuff. So he kind of just like, flips like that becomes so much more serious and then after his father gets killed and he like kind of uh takes over the throne then he is now trying to take over the world and make it like a paradise all right so where's my man thorkill <laughs> thorkill is <laughs> so canoe is also a pretty decent person where it's like they surrendered Okay, we'll stop the fighting. We'll, we'll take over their lands and whatever. And Darkhill shows up in one scene and he's so mad at Canute because he accepted their surrender instead of killing their leader. Oh. <laughs> so he's like, I wanted to fight more. What the heck? And he's like, the, they surrendered. The battle's over. And he's like, their battle's not over till you cut off the leader's head. So uh, Darkhill's Thorkill's still there. old fashioned. What? Guessing Thorkill is old fashioned. Not like his whole point is is he's in love <laughs> with, with fighting and he wants to die because he's in love with going to Valhalla. So basically the old berserkers? Yeah, he's basically a berserker. He yeah. He he wants to find like the true meaning of being a warrior and just like loves fighting and just loves killing people and, and having a legitimate fight. He doesn't like just slaughtering. Like he let Thorfinn go away because he was just like, I, I know your dad and you're also not strong enough. So get better and come back and try to kill me. <laughs> That's how Vikings were, though. Like their tribes, they would have celebrations where it would literally be their best warriors would all get together and then kill each other. <laughs> and whoever was like the last man standing was the village's champion. Yeah. Yeah. Or chieftain, depending on what it was that was going but on. Thorkill is more like, I want to kill you when you're at your peak so like i'm not gonna kill you now because you're too weak so is he just yeah. the ebony warrior from from elder scrolls kind of who's like i have become the champion of everything i'm looking for a worthy opponent no more like he, he will kill just anybody but like if you show a hint of promise he'll be like i'll watch your 
I'll watch your training with close yeah. anticipation. Or he'll want to like fight and kill you, like, like when a uh, uh, spoiler for the first season, but the end of the first season of Vinland Saga, the 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 um one of the main characters finds out that the king is going to invade his homeland, and the king kind of like whispers into his ear, "You can either like." He was supporting this one, uh, his one of his sons to be king because he wanted to have a good standing and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he and the king wanted his other son to be king. So he was like, here's your options. You either let me invade Wales and you stay with my son or you bring me my son's head and I will call off the invasion. And so he gets mad at this and just kills the king like right in front of everybody just cuts his head off <laughs> so and he's just like i'm the king now so yeah he's just like he was like a descendant from the romans and so he's just like kind of goes off on this spiel of how he's like the true king and so everyone just thinks he's insane so um yeah when he goes to kill the king Thorkill is like no that's my kill yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what are you doing you jerk and then canute like quickly hushes them because they're not supposed to know there's like a plot to kill the king and yeah um, thorkill uh, about gets up and just starts fighting the entire <laughs> kingdom's army because it's like okay the king's dead my turn now so yeah he's pretty great um but yeah the second season it goes from like farming 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 some like random stuff that goes on like you know, the the master is pretty decent to the slaves, but the like some of the farmhands like really think of the slaves as less than people and just kind of like try to beat up on them and be like, you know, gotcha. prove they're better or whatever. And so there's a little bit of that going on and they keep working the land and and some things happen. And then it goes to the episode with Canute and then it goes back to farming and they keep farming and they they keep farming and then finally, stuff happens near the Let end. Let me guess. Of the they, they keep they farming. keep farming, and then they get attacked, and now everything's uh, yeah, going bad. Nice. But uh, I also didn't realize that Thorfinn was gonna stay short. He's really short. He is pretty short. He grows up a little bit though. Does he? Yeah. He's still pretty short though. I was just surprised how short. There are some really cool moments in the series, but it is very slow. Like the first season had some like kind of in the middle, there was some parts where they just kind of marched for like a really long time and it was kind of slower. Yeah, it still wasn't that bad pacing wise. But like the second season is really, really slow. Um, And it just there's just so many episodes of just. Them tilling the ground and clearing trees and planting crops. They want you to know what it's like to farm. They they do, and it really like gets you interested in the farm itself and like the all the situations and like the one guy that's like protecting the farm with some of his like uh, uh, people that just you know keep thieves away and stuff. And you just kind of see like the whole the whole deal and tons of also PTSD, lots of PTSD and farming talk about people and didn't have ptsd philosophy. back then they drowned in mead and grog <laughs> all right here's the question because we all need to know yeah what happened to leaf erickson leaf erickson is the best character in the show and he is searching for thorfinn okay the the show actually kind of starts with him it starts with a different slave who gets brought to the um the farming place and he becomes friends with Torfin and they work yeah. the land together. Um and this guy 
is looking for Leif Erikson is looking for Torfinn, who has been enslaved. I guess he found out somehow. I don't know if he got. They haven't said yet. I'm guessing he just got enslaved after he like tried to kill Canute. Oh, okay. But um, he so he's just been working in this thing, and then Leif Erikson is searching around for him. There's actually this kid that's Leif Erikson's adopted son who has blonde hair and kind of looks like Torfinn because he was searching for Torfinn and ended up finding this kid because it's like it's a blonde kid and his name is Torfinn and they're like, oh, we, we know that we have him and it's just this other kid named Torfinn that looks like him. So he just has <laughs> this like dumb kid with him. That's funny. Yeah. That he's like raising as his son. Who is that? Your replacement. <laughs> it's kind of funny. That's so, great. Yeah, Leif Erikson's great. He's like Everyone's all about, like, there's so many choices. It's all about, like, the characters' choices that lead them to, like, certain paths of, of yeah. like, fighting and whatever. And it's really in-depth where just there's moments where it's just like, oh, man, if he makes this decision, you know, this person might die. If he makes this decision, he might get, like, you know, killed for it or whatever. So there's just a bunch of, like, really tense moments, even though they're just, like, on a farm. But it is pretty slow, and it's really good, though. I'm like four episodes from the finale of season two. Nice. Did it already end? Or? Yeah, it okay. just ended its last episode. It's nice. definitely worth watching. It is a slow show and it's got like, it's got a ton of like interesting philosophy of the characters and it really gets in depth into the world. Um, and it's really cool. It, it doesn't like waste. It's not slow just to be slow. Like there's stuff that happens and it's really showing it, but it does take, some patience to get through because it's not always the most exciting in the second season right. but it's really cool because just all the hype from the first season and then the the end of the first season's title is like the end of the prologue where it's just like this is just kind of the getting you into the story and then it gets into just farming and philosophy and stuff which is kind of like more the main story that's more cool. interesting so the battles have more meaning and stuff it's right yeah, and a lot of PTSD from Torfin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's went through a crap ton of stuff in season yeah. one, so that makes sense. He has like a night. He has nightmares like every single night, and it like cries out in his sleeps. <laughs> Guy that's that's like, what happens when you wander beyond your village. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> well, cool. Well, I so, have yeah. a bunch of anime I need to catch up on. Highly recommend Vinland Saga. It's probably the best thing airing right now. Yeah. What well, I guess just, just watch finished all airing. the anime that there ever was you could just get one of those giant like 100 panel like giant tv screens like they have at the football stadiums mm -hmm. and they just take each section <laughs> of it and put it as like a 12 by 12 uh, <laughs> window and just start all the anime yeah and go mad <laughs> and yeah just you'll have all the anime in your head though I think that would just be enough to cover all the timelines of Steins Gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's at least three panels taken up there. So, yeah. Pyro has explained that to me, and now I'm forever terrified of the anime. It's weird, too. Like if, <laughs> depending on how you watch it, if you watch Steins Gate Zero first, technically it's different because then Steins Gate is the other universe. Yeah. Kind of. Weirdly. Eh. It's, it's fun it is weird. it's weird but yeah um that's cool uh i don't have much anime to talk about besides for anime i want to watch but you've already seen that anime so we've already <laughs> talked about that anime. yep we are on to what was it nerd dump nerd dump uh -oh. <laughs> uh, 
uh, maybe sort of copyright claimed. We're not sure yet, <laughs> but we're going to use it until somebody yells at us. So, yep. So I found a for not that anyone really ever cares about retro first person shooter games, but I found one that apparently slipped through my radar last year around April. Yeah. It's called Forgive Me, Father. And if you are like a diehard fan of like HP Lovecraft stuff, but you also like kind of the scroll shoot 'em upper games, it's a pretty good game. Like it's got a comic book style. It's kind of reminiscent of like the old Hellboy comics and stuff. That's cool. Really fast paced, really good like gunplay. All the guns are cool. Like it's low key kind of an RPG. Like the more enemies you kill, like you can get like a skill token to invest. Oh, that's but cool. what it does is like it'll change your weapons. Like there's always a Eldritch path or like a modified path. So I took because it's set in like 1920s. Mm-hmm. I found a what are they called? The little machine guns roll a Sten or whatever they are. A Thompson? No, you do have a Thompson though. But there's like this uh, Sten stent or whatever the heck they're called. A stint? Stint. And at first it's just a normal stint. And then it's like you can upgrade it and it's like, okay, I can either fire faster or you do this. And it's like suddenly it's launching like magic energy grenades. <laughs> oh, and then cool. you upgrade it again. It's like, oh, and this thing is now nuclear. Oh, geez. that's cool. That's or like sweet. there's like the shotgun, which is like a main staple on any boom shooter game because yeah. they're all reminiscent of Doom. It starts out just as a little rinky dink double barrel shotgun. That's like you can make it a better shotgun or you upgrade it. And there's like this little Cthulhu parasite thing that attaches to it. And turns into like a three barrel shotgun that bounces the bullets all over the place. Nice. That's really like, cool. Even if you don't like old school type shooters, if you like indie games, I'd say it's worth a yeah. shot. And I don't know when because they don't have a solid set thing. I seen mm-hmm. on Steam that they are getting ready potentially to release number two for the game. Oh, that's nice. sweet. I also have been playing Bolt Gunner, which is a new game. Again, kind of a boom shooter. It's kind of my thing. Um, that's a pretty solid game it's a little rinse and repeat with a lot of stuff but if you're like a warhammer 40,000 fan it's kind of the power fantasy yeah <laughs> that's cool. like you just walk into a room full of enemies the screen tent because you're playing as a uh, ultramarine which are like the follow the rules of like all the empire of man people and it's like you'll walk into a room, the screen will just get like a red tint. And you just have like incoming orders just exterminate. <laughs> oh, it's so just cool. waves of like chaos, demons and cultists yeah. and stuff. And you're just eviscerating them. Nice. It, it's a fun game. It is kind of challenging just because you can get overwhelmed so easily. But again, it's like if you like. This one, I would say if you like games like doom but i would say more like the old school quake um because it's very much a modern first person shooter emulating being an old school yeah game um like it's got deliberately kind of chunky graphics and stuff just kind of make it look rough things Hmm. like that but it's fun cool i mean i also could be just saying that because i'm thinking about getting into warhammer forty thousand. yeah really indecisive what army i want to get um, I want to go over real quick. So I'm actually going to be doing a series of gameplay for this game with our friend Valwater, which is another YouTuber. 
I say another YouTuber. We're not really YouTubers, but we have a YouTube channel. Uh, where'd it go? A Bakatuck YouTuber. A the game? What? A YouBloober? We're a YouBloober. That doesn't sound right. No, we're not <laughs> one of those. Anyways, the, the game is called The Finals. Okay. And the theme of it is you are a contestant slash like role player in this uh well they they call it the world famous combat centered game show so it's like a game show kind of like how apex legends is Mm -hmm. but um it's kind of got that um gameplay like a lot of the new like uh, league of legends or paladins where you kind of escort like the payload and stuff oh but you have to gain money you have to get like objectives but the cool thing about this is it looks super good. It looks like Call of Duty level, like combat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know how like the old um, Battlefield games are completely destructible? Oh, yeah. That's how this is. Oh, that's nice. cool. So it's like condensed. Like you have three teams of four or three teams of three. And like you can just wreck it the entire arena and that's you can awesome. like alter the arena and stuff like that because it's all like a virtual arena and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it's just it I, looks super fun hearing that i predict that there's going to be some group of people that will all unanimously agree to start at one end of the arena together and just annihilate the whole oh thing. yeah like uh there's a this one picture of i think i can bring it up and kind of show you guys um let me see if it comes up but like you can kind of like see here where like they're just firing up into the air and like the entire like skyscraper is just like coming down on them. Yeah, that's really cool. Like it's cool, but it's crazy they've had this stuff in games for a while, but it's just not enough games like push what they're trying to do enough to like have interesting like yeah in just like well, destructible environments and stuff. Heck. Not to not to keep mentioning Doom, but like they're the engine that people play it in. Mm-hmm. Somebody just discovered with a mod that they made. Like this is a going on almost thirty year old game. Yeah, uh, they just discovered in that because in those game in that game you have to emulate the illusion of like going down a different level or something like yep. you can have things go down lower but they never can be like a room under a room yeah but somebody just figured out the capability that that engine is like oh yeah we can do this that's cool. like from, multiple room like yeah multiple rooms below each other and oh, stuff. That's like this cool. guy made this mod and it's just like room after room below room stacked on top of each other oh cool that's cool it's like it sounds super basic for that but it's like programs it's surprising that someone can just make something like, huh, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the game is in closed beta. Uh, me and Val signed up for it and we got accepted. So I don't know nice. if it's like partially closed where basically they just like review your Steam account and actually make sure that you're like a gamer. Yeah. Instead of just like a like basically Russian bot type person. Yeah. Or that one guy that literally just has Stardew Valley on their account. Yeah. Or just a <laughs> game reviewer that has like two hours in like every yeah. game he's ever played because he only like reviews games. Yeah. But yeah, well, it looks super fun. So nice. Um, that's a game I'm looking forward to playing. And But now, last part of our short um, nerd dump segment, you said Warhammer. Yeah. And the grim dark future. 
Sure. We need to figure out what army you're actually going to play. Okay. I am torn between because some of the armies, it's style. Other armies is because of what they can do. So well, what I, do you want to do? I, style? I, or don't, keep I don't know. Because originally I was looking at the uh, Sori Artist Adeptus because of yeah. the fact I was like, oh, cool. Sisters of Battle. They got really cool looking armor. They're pretty mid range. Yep thing like so they're good for all around you can't just stand out in the middle and take a bunch of damage but they also can tank quite a bit yeah but then i'm looking around and i'm like oh cool there's krieg uh death squad um and they look like world war one trench fighters like i always thought that was kind of a cool looking like dark style yep and then i was like oh games workshop doesn't make krieg anymore they have to go through their subsite and then i found out it's like their um imperial militarum like uh um veteran guardsmen are the same exact thing so now i'm like oh i could just make krieg yeah. and get the codex for them but then i'm looking at eldar and i'm like oh they have like jester style like sub like class called harlequins that are like illusionist <laughs> slash assassins they're I assassinists could... but they they're assassins but they go around and verbally tell the history of the of the um Eldar. Eldar. Yeah, so it's like, okay, there's that. But then there's, I can't think of their name, the Space Dwarf faction. I'm like, it's Space Dwarves. I like okay, dwarves. Okay, Space Dwarves, you're not going to have enough for an army. Oh, they've got like a full like um, army starter set and all that stuff. They've got Do multiple. they now? Yeah, they've got oh. multiple things. They're not huge like by any means, yeah. but they're their own thing. Or also just because of the fact of they're freaking awesome, there's also the Astartes Black Templar, which are literally, I'm going to slap whatever I want into my gun and it's going to blow crap up. Yeah. So that's where I'm <laughs> torn between everything. Well, you need to figure it out soon. And though. meanwhile, there's Wheeze over here looking at factions. So Space are, Marines, these are all Space Marines. There are 34 different armies. Yep. Yep. And a lot of them are like a group banner faction that you can tech mash all together and then there's subgroups um like i play tau which people will probably just make fun of tau anyways but <laughs> um i like the tau because of how they use like machines and stuff like that mm -hmm. like they're an actual most every other group is like organic based very magic based or like the humans which just barely make their like machinery work yeah you have the adeptus mechanicus that's yeah it's like the only ones allowed to use and they still already. think that a toaster is a religious symbol um but the the, Tau, the leagues of Vol voltan or whatever it is the dwarves they use uh, tech yeah they do because their whole thing is like yes our leaders are ais but don't tell the empire yeah <laughs> um but the Tau, besides for like this whole like possibly them all being like um mind control and stuff like that. They, they actually have developed technology, know how to build, take care of it, use it. And basically what it comes down to is they have mechs and I like mechs. They have and a in very the new update, style. They get free war gear, which means I can strap as many missiles as I, I want to my mech. Okay, I think the reason they did that is in preparation for some of the units that are coming out of the Leviathan box set and all the other stuff because Tyranids just got a boogle load of uh, new units. Yeah, they did. 
And um, for some reason, because everyone likes playing bugs, I personally don't want to. But yeah. But the Tau, that's why I play Tau, mainly for style. Okay. Um, also, I do like the fact that they just shoot everything. Yeah. Besides for their commanders, like shooting. What are you talking about? I got swords for arms. I mean, I could join the bandwagon and just get the friendly salamanders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be bad. It's easy yeah. to paint, too. I don't. Really. If I was going to get space marines of any kind, I would literally just look up the rules to build my own chapter just to put my own colors on them. Yeah. Because it's like, I like them all, but yeah. That's the cool part of, about Warhammer, though, is you can kind of customize things the way you want. Just like, as long as you remember what it is yeah. so you have your rule book. Like, I'm playing Tau, but I'm instead of the Tau white that they are, I'm playing where all their armor scheme is like a green. Mm-hmm. Because in the lore, when they were doing one of their rings of expansion, they came across this planet that they couldn't see the color green the 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 race couldn't yeah so, and they want to join the greater good so of course they had to kill them because it's for the greater good um so they painted their entire army green to make things easier and i don't know just that whole like tactician thing yeah just like they're ruthless at like how they fight battles it's, it's pretty cool yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't know what to get. That's also, too, the price tag is a little unnerving. So I really want it to be, like, whatever I get, I'm actually going to like. I don't know. It sounds like you need to watch 5,000 hours of Warhammer. All I do is 90% of, like, I just watched Warhammer stuff pretty much 90% of the time lately. <laughs> well, you need to watch gameplay. Oh, Yeah. Like, and that's, that's what... going to make me want to buy all the big stuff. No. I'll be, I'd end up becoming the guy that's like, I want to oh. build a knight division, which are giant mechs. Oh, I see. Why don't we just skip all Warhammer and just go straight to just buying knight armies? Why don't we skip the knights and just go to armadas then? That crossed my mind, actually, when <laughs> I found out armadas was a thing. <laughs> there is, they're talking about bringing back, um, I think it's called Apocalypse, which are micro scale or not micro mini scale miniatures yeah so it's like you'll have like 12 miniatures on a plate and like it's basically a full box set of like colossal scale wars like to me that seems really cool to like possibly get into as right. well if, if or when they release it i don't know i'm happy with my tau and i'm hoping i'm even kicking around the idea of possibly buying the leviathan box just selling the tyranids yeah or you could just pick a faction so that way we can paint them and play. You just want to paint the minis. I do want to just paint the minis. And I swore paint to myself. Your minis. No, I'm not going to paint them until you buy your set. <laughs> Why does it have to be me that buys a set? Because we've done this too much where you're like, I want to get into this. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy in with you. <laughs> and what do we do? Okay. Never the Warhammer play. thing. I literally see it sitting on your shelf and I'm like, why did you spend the money? Because I'm okay. Actually, people are finally <laughs> playing at my local game store. But when I bought it all, it was before the pandemic. Yeah. Also, wasn't it you just wanted to get some minis to paint? Yeah, with? I wanted to paint miniatures and they had minis. And that was before I found out about Gundam. Ah. <laughs> oh, about the ones you can buy and paint and make your own? Yeah. Ah. 
See, now I have that addition See, as well. what you would really like, if you want an expensive hobby where you paint mechs, there's another game out there that's been around for years called Battletech. Yeah, I didn't know about that either. If I knew about Battletech, I would totally be into Battletech. Nothing stopping you. <laughs> uh, the $300 in Tau miniatures I have sitting <laughs> on my shelf. Okay, yeah, that might be something. Yeah, because Battle Mech, it's like 60 bucks. Okay, here's a box full of parts. Here's the data cards for the weapons. Yeah. Here's the rule book. Have fun. Like, Battletech's really weird because I see online just in, because they're just kind of a niche thing in RPG community stuff. Oh, like, people will be like, yeah, so I just won my local tournament with my mech that I built from 1980-whatever. It's like, Dude. Don't you have like teams of four or something like that? I don't know. I've like, I just know from it, like what I've seen, like people talk about it and like their mechs and stuff that they've built. Huh. That's cool. It looks interesting. I mean, it looks like it'd be fun. Right. So this is one of the, okay, this is an audio podcast, but I'm going to show these guys. So on r slash Tau 40K, this is the new mech model that came out. It's like it's got cloaking abilities, but it's also like a heavy armor. Oh, uh, you mean they don't have any new uh, Xeno girlfriends? No, they don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I want to get that model. But we all like know that's the only reason people like Taos because they want blue Xeno girlfriends and the Emperor <laughs> is okay with it because of Gullyman. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. But I, I don't get the whole liking the Tau. All the Tau look like cows to me. <laughs> After some they YouTubers said that they're just space cows because they have hooves, I can't see anything different. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. That makes sense. I don't know. Currently, all I see when it comes to fan stuff of it is how everyone is like, because for the first time in a long time, the Empire, or at least one important person in the Empire, is like allied themselves with a alien faction. That's because he just woke up after 30,000 years. Yeah, so it's, uh, is it Goleman? Yeah, Goleman. Oh, the Ultramarine. Not Goleman. Solomon? Whoever the uh, Primarch of the uh, Ultramarines Yeah, the Primarch of Ultramarines woke up. Everybody's just like, we got to fight the Eldar. No, the Eldar are our allies. We have to fight the Tyranids. The Necrons are taking over. The Chaos is invaded. The orcs are on the loose again, and there's these little blue guys called Tau. Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm gonna go help the pretty lady fight the devil. Yeah, so now he's girlfriend with the, uh, the Eldar, so. which it's, is soon to become a god, which is weird. No, I thought they were trying to like wake up one of their gods or something. Yeah, she is the embodied, she's the reincarnation, she died. Oh, okay. She's the reincarnation of their god. But she has to collect all of these swords. There's like 12 swords. And when she does, then she had the full embodiment of the god. Uh, my theory is she she's just going to become like a fifth chaos god. Because gods in Warhammer never go well. Eh, it depends on who it is. I mean, look at the emperor. He just woke up. He's a up. skeleton on the yeah, throne. Yeah, but he woke up. What? Yeah. The emperor did not wake up. Yes. No, he didn't. In the newest set, he has. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's a skeleton. He's also a psychic being. Yeah, but he's a skeleton. On the Golden Throne. Did he just start moving? Is he Skeletor now? No, he's <laughs> just basically he just goes to sleep. And when he's needed, he's like, I'm awake. 
but he's a skeleton. Yes, he's Warhammer. a corpse. Warhammer. He's a corpse. I mean, he also just randomly has sons he conveniently forgot scattered across the galaxy. It's a big galaxy, and he had a lot of sons. <laughs> so I know he woke up. There's that. Is all kinds of crap going on. Warhammer. Yeah. Although it's kind of funny, I see people are like, "Oh no!" With all the tyrannid stuff, they're going. Games Workshop's going to write themselves in a corner. I'm just thinking, it's like, okay, so Warhammer has their high fantasy thing, which is Age of Sigmar, and literally their alternative to that is all the factions see that there is a common problem with other factions, so they form somewhat like-minded alliances. Yeah. And I think that might be the route they're going to go with 40K eventually. They're going to have to because the least of the Empire's threat are the Eldar and the Tau, which they all so kind of have. you're telling me in the next 10 years, I can finally get my Tau Ultramarine miniatures. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm talking things like in Age of Sigmar, like there's a faction that basically they're paladins. Yeah. I mean, they're demigods, but they're paladins. But because of the state of the world, they're also allied with like the Dark Elves, the Lizard People, which oh, okay. used to be like their mortal enemies. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think with Warhammer 40K, it's going to be like, I don't know what they call it, but basically like Eldar and Imperium and like Tower or something versus like the Chaos versus the Orcs and whatever they decides to join up with them or something. Okay. Or I don't know. It's like it might happen. I don't know. Yeah. But most. So you're basically telling me I'm never going to get to play with you because you're never going to pick a faction. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm. So what I'm, if I just. I'm, I'm going to get a faction. Okay. I'm narrowing it down to either Krieg or. Eldar? S sorry, artist. Oh, sorry, artist. Yeah. What if I told you our local game store has enough sorry artists to build an army? I mean, does it just have the army starter kit? Yes. Ah. And they also have like the booster packs. Well, I'm only getting they the starter. They also have commander. I'm only getting the starter kit. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if we want to do, I think it's like a 500 point army, we could do that. There's enough of them. And I already have enough Tau to do a 500 point army. Oh, okay. Besides where I need one bigger mech. Then I'm going to need a tank. I think or go the Soriarty is almost go a tank. Yeah, but your battle suits are basically your tank. So no. I'm going to need another tank to go against your, your tank. Your Soriarty's can take out one of my battle suits. <laughs> I need Screw a bigger... Up. I'm just going straight to a freaking knight. <laughs> This game's just going to turn into like two kids arguing about who would win in a fight and just like, yeah, but my guy just comes in and cuts him down. It's like, I no, mean, I could, my tank runs over you. Okay, guy. I can make it really unfun for Boom to play with me if I just go straight to buying just a small pack of custodies. No. <laughs> because the common running joke. Okay, so Knight's literally the miniature stand probably what a good half foot tall or uh, about six inches yeah to miniatures that are like this yeah because it's, they're the giant average miniatures like two inches yeah so custodies are like the elite 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 space marine basically that protect the emperor and earth like they protect earth mm -hmm. and the running joke is like there's like these four knights and like these commanders and heroes and stuff and you see like three custodies knights and like i see the problem is fight you only brought four knights yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't do that i'm not that mean 
I watched somebody was playing. I forget what Marine faction, but they had like just a small squad of the what are they sonic hammers or whatever the hammers oh, are. Yeah. Um, and it just took out an orc like transport tank. Oh jeez. I was like, geez, that that's a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, Space Marines are. There's a reason they're a fan favorite. Yeah, Space Marines are wild. Also, I need a bigger mech because your Adeptus Sororities are close combat fighting because they have melters. Yeah, and? And my guys are susceptible to close combat. Okay, what if I get something that's not close combat? And then we just have literally just artillery wars. Yeah, basically. Battleship, B2. Because my Mike will, my Mac will barely be able to stay because I got so many missiles. <laughs> Spend all this money on Warhammer, you just end up playing Battleship. See, that's my other fear. That's is basically I feel, what Warhammer I is. You're like just I, like, I'm going to hit here, roll dice. I don't hit there, never mind. I, I am terrified of, because I've had this happen before where I've dropped a lot of money into something. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. boy, woo. And then I get into it, I'm like, I don't really enjoy this. Yeah. It's very strategic. I watched a turn last Saturday take three and a half hours. The people okay. were learning to play. I was, was going to say, if it's just you and I playing, I don't. Like, we're going to put a timer on how long a turn. We're going to play speed hammer. <laughs> Woo. Like, that's the other thing. That would be probably the thing that would keep me from playing with anyone but you is I know, especially old timers, yeah. take forever also we like the rule of cool too because we all dm yeah so it's just like oh this would be cool let's do this yeah yeah i honestly i'm not sure how gameplay actually works with that because my experience of ever watching like tabletop war games it's all preconditioned so this army did this like axis and allies no nope, so and that. so ran supplies to here <laughs> Now, these people move here. Aren't we having fun doing what the card told us to do? No, this is like there's data cards that tell you what you can do, but there's steps and phases. Okay. So like there's a movement phase. There's a combat phase. There's a damage phase. There's an, uh, another movement phase. There's a deployment phase. There's a deep strike phase. I don't know if sororities have deep strike. I don't know what the heck deep strike Basically is. Basically means you can drop troops in the middle of places. Tau have deep strike because we have gunships. I don't. You know. should learn how to play the game before you buy stuff for it. And well, see if you I even want, like I, the game. If I don't play it, I probably would still get miniatures because I just I love Warhammer miniatures. Mm. I have been flipping through Warhammer catalogs since I was probably about five. I also need him to get his stuff. So that way we can paint them together because I'm. Yeah, bored. if we just paint or I, I literally I, I haven't painted them yet because my brother never has time. I bought Age of Sigmar, like undead versus paladins, just like starter set just to paint them. I didn't want to play it. I just wanted to paint them. Next podcast, we're going to be talking. You're just going to be painting miniatures the whole time. That's we're as talking. good as our. Were you there last time we played Commander? or Magic Gathering Commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about this podcast where we should just talk about random stuff, but oh, the yeah. camera should just be a top-down view of all of us shuffling our commander decks for an hour. <laughs> so me, first shuffling deck exploding. Like, Son of a... That happened to me just the other day. I was just shuffling, writing up for the next game, watching these two. Like, there's only two people left. They're, like, battling it out. They have, like, full boards. And one guy was playing the new Gandalf character. Oh, He's like nice. storming off and stuff like that. I'm just shuffling. And all of a sudden, I just went to like tuck one card in and just went 
boom. <laughs> All over the That's table. That's the one thing I hate about commander decks. They just are so prone to exploding. That's why I, I only ever had it A hundred cards is such a pain to shuffle. I hate shuffling hundred uh, cards. I, I always break my deck into like threes, if you ever notice, yeah. to shuffle everything. Uh, me and my brother got back into Popper. Mm. Um, and I built a mono red deck. It's really cool, but um, shuffling sixty cards just it's feels so, right. It's so easy. It's just hey, like, what about that little forty card Yu Gi Oh deck? Okay, the forty, 40 card, card Yu Gi Oh deck doesn't feel right. So you're just like, I'm gonna run out of cards. Yeah, like, I I got two little cards here. Mill happens decent amount in, in draft. <laughs> you yeah. just like waste all. I'm up to ten cards. If you mill me a little bit, I'm going to die. That reminds me. You have Popper Spirits, don't you? I do. Nice. We're going to have to play. Yeah. Heck yeah. I want to I play more Popper and get into Popper more because it's really fun. fun. It's really fun. I got this idea for this um, gruel. I'm going to call it Buffman, <laughs> where I'm just going to get Teamer Battle Rage, which is Trample and like double person power. Yeah. And then I just want to play a bunch of like Druids. Nice. Just play buff men. I, I don't know do... why that reminded me. One thing that I, if I do get Warhammer that I will do and it will become my full-time hobby that I will quit my job, divorce my wife, and sell my house for. You're not even officially married yet. I'm going to build terrain props. <laughs> Thank God somebody's <laughs> going to do it besides for me. I was not looking forward to that. <laughs> like, I have always, Okay. My brothers used to have actually a full manual on like all the different kinds of terrains like to build. It's, here's how you do like a blown out bunker with a barrel and yeah. here's the paints and here's how you craft it out of the foam and all that stuff. Cool. Good times. Good times. Yeah. I was just going to use like pop cans and paper. Towels. Oh, we'll do that for a while because I mean, I'm going to have to pull or a small Or I was going to go to Walmart and buy... That $50 oh, dude, Lego set craft store even and just get like they have terrain stuff for dioramas. Yeah, but you just have to build it. I was just going to get a Lego set like the blank Legos and just build terrain. I mean, that works, too. It seems it's more just fun. a virtual because I'll have like 12. We'll have destructible. Se- we'll have destructible oh, terrain. OK, we're doing that. We're going to go in like they have like that 2000 count like lego box <laughs> we'll just like go half and half and that'll be our train generator <laughs> our armies fought an epic apocalyptic war on cloud cuckoo land <laughs> none survived <laughs> the, the, you just that... buy lego sets and you're like this warhammer battle is taking place on mustafar <laughs> I can't wait for my commander Farside to become a master builder. <laughs> He'll be in the same this league is as just Batman. That thing where there's just gonna be a small notebook side rules for when we play. Because <laughs> you know that's gonna happen. We're gonna be like, this rule's dumb. Let's do this thing yeah, instead. Yeah, this rule's dumb. Let's add Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone has made a Batman Space Marine. Oh yeah. Nice. Oh, that just made me wonder. Is there like a marvel like a dc like war game there is There's something kind of it's a hero heroes and villains type of thing something like that it basically is why you remember the board game heroescape a vaguely i think if it if i'm thinking right please someone correct me if i'm wrong heroescape i think got bought by either dc or marvel because there's something like heroescape but it's with heroes okay so it's like you had your superhero, you have like your team of superheroes and you like bought. Yeah, like I think it's team. basically I bought these two. Cool. I have five. Good luck. 
Lego should just make a a war game like role thing they and then just be like so... use any minifigure as you're like you know okay i have i always wanted to do this as a kid um i know ramen cat did this a little bit like just like turn legos into like war games oh yeah i used to do that all the time i always wanted to do that because like i had so many clone troopers yeah i was like i want a clone trooper army yeah that'd be sick yeah. i always i almost brought myself to like writing stats and then, like <laughs> convincing my brother just like fight me you never had to you just put like the little um nub pieces and stuff would be like your points and all that stuff well yeah like obviously you can mark it that way but like i wanted to write down like this blaster does like oh yeah like 1d6 yeah damage or something like that like yeah. i wanted to do that but i just never how about this hear me out even though you have 300 how about we invest 300 dollars into custom lego figures and just <laughs> get the warhammer codexes and we'll just make <laughs> lego figures of them no Oh, a Lego Ultramarine would be so freaking awesome. Okay, it would be cool. I've seen people build knights in Legos, mm -hmm. like the knight mini yeah. in Lego, and it looks sweet, but no. Nah. Oh. I'll just stick with my Warhammer <laughs> miniatures, I guess. Cool. <laughs> my only question is, are my Gundam, can I add them as my <laughs> You can't see them because they're behind you. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, okay. Hey, I can use them as a proxy. You just, yeah, you just fly in slave if one. You and it's like, oh, I'm losing slave one. <laughs> if you even want to like test out, like if we get this before you get your like Mac you want to get, find the data card for it and we'll test run it. With well, that's that. what I was thinking. I just use the data card. I'll just like, pro I have that night. I have the guy from um, Iron-Blooded Orphans. He's got the scythe and stuff. Oh, there he kind of looks like the, the knight, the Mac guy. The mook. The mook. He's also not a big neck. He's like, a little bit bigger than like a battle suit. Still disappointed. No Tao's and no girlfriends. There are Tao women, but they're not pretty. The fan base will be disappointed. They're not anime characters. Hey, all I can <laughs> say is I'm happy that the fan base is like, oh, Tao women are best and not just like go jump straight to Slanesh stuff. They do. They not as do. bad. They do it pretty badly. The people that always, the weird people that go down weird old, Holes are uh, Eldar lovers. Yeah. And everybody has to remind them that the average Eldar is like 10 times stronger than a human and hates them. <laughs> yep. Well, all right. I think that's enough geeking out today. That was Nerd Dump. Yeah, that was Nerd Let Dump. Let us know what you that think of like the name. Dump. <laughs> Woo. I feel better. All my anxiety I like that name. We, we nerd dumped like, all over your ears. It's just us geeking out for 15 to 20 minutes yeah it's perfect it's great for 45 minutes it has not oh my oh wow we 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 dumped a little what <laughs> was the first time with this let us yes, know so. what you think of nerd dump the name and the concept and uh listen to our next episode for more nerd dumping well no well yes the next episode of this oh no, next episode's uh that's a different podcast is yeah. well it's yeah it's like a different just don't tell our baka talk provider. presents whatever the heck we call it baka, uh, reviews. baka reviews yeah we don't get too far away from the baka title what is the next not that uh next we movie? should so our last movie we did was tokyo godfathers which was a really fun movie to review go check out it's that episode super good 
Um, and we get next list is calendar. My neighbor Totoro. Oh, oh. oh. depression. I'm excited for this. Oh, and then the next one after that is Trigun Rumble in the Badlands. Trigun! So you have to do a supplement episode for your new YouTube video. Oh, boy. See how Trigun Rumble in the Badlands compares to... How it compares to, to the manga? No, how it compares to the manga that compares <laughs> to the anime that compares to the remake. Uh, that compares to the review. Zero comparisons whatsoever. <laughs> and also, don't forget about that possible live action from Amazon that I'm 1,000% sure might come out. There's a possible live action trigun no sorry that's helsing oh, never mind okay. i got a mix hey. live action have... trigun might actually work it's kind that of cool. could work like a here's a fun thing i blew a co-worker's mind today we were talking about netflix's terrible adaptions like yeah next they'll try one piece and like uh they, they, they are they show them the trailer <laughs> the trailer oh, he's like what out. they were like yeah that's a thing oh it's it's officially a thing they wasted money on a trailer they gotta do at least a season of it now I mean, the trailer looks. Did you watch fine. it? Yeah. How did we not talk about this? I don't know. Uh, next time on. I kind of want to watch Bakuta. it because just. I don't know. Okay, quick. It seems interesting. The trailer gives you hope for. Uh, it might be not terrible. Okay, good enough. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look great. Luffy's kind of weird. He doesn't really act like Luffy. He just acts like generic, like hero kind of thing. Like Luffy's dumb. That's like his thing. Is he's just like he doesn't really care. He's just like whatever. Next adventure and this. He's like, does this like monologue thing? I don't know. Interesting. So we'll see. They're also remaking Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, they are. I'm not excited for it. I'm not either. I can't. Uh, can't get worse than the last movie. I guess. Yes, it can. There's ways. (laughs) So many ways. So yeah, check out our next our next video or podcast, which will be. Uh, Tokyo God, no, my neighbor Totoro review. Tokyo Godfathers is last week. It doesn't say done on the in parentheses on this I document. I haven't updated thing. it yet. Okay, so, I'm sorry. I will update oh it right now. Anyways, Jeez, my neighbor Totoro is there. Go check it out. I'm not yelling at you, I'm yelling at our audience. I feel like you're yelling at me. Um, and uh, yeah, check out all of our other episodes. You can find us on YouTube and and there, and happy twit and and uh we're not on twit we're not on twit no you can find us on. oh wait we are on twit i thought you were were talking about twitch that's what happens when you don't use full words all the podcast stuff yeah yeah all podcast platforms just search baka talk in google and we show up you'll find us we show up better on google than we do on spotify which is really weird you find us on the google the spotify the spotify twit and the tube of you. Go check out my Trigun video if you like Trigun, KBW, anime. I need to watch the video still, but I'm sure it's great. It the is thumbnail good. was like dead on. Yeah. I like it. It didn't do super good, but I got some one person that was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. So like, cool. I did. It's literally good video. very YouTube baby. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but it's okay. They'll, they'll see anime one day. <laughs> All so right. yeah. That's it for us. See you all later. Goodbye. Jamio.